Hey y'all, welcome to Kitchen Conversations, episode three. Come on into the kitchen. What time is it over there? Um, it is now a seven ten um, okay. in the evening, and for you it is morning. ten 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 ten, and mm-hmm. um, you're doing a, a light version, and I'm doing a rose <laughs> version, which is yeah, which is good. I uh, yeah, my dad and I bought these little ginger lemon malt beverages. And I can't jump into the wine at 10 o'clock in the morning. I just can't. I, in my younger days, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, gotta, I have some work to do today. So right. <laughs> I'll just take this little zesty, zesty kick, zesty AM kick. Pretend it's tea. That's perfect because I was actually, I was supposed to be on the turntables right now. But due to unforeseen weather gods of Paris, um, my gig has been canceled. So now I'm just at home and I'm actually working on a set. Or Friday, so I am mixing this Friday at this thing called Paris New York Festival, um, which is part of this uh, African American Heritage Program, which is basically a artist and music exchange between New York and Paris. Um, and my lovely friend Rashan Ahmad uh, mm, has put this the replacement <laughs> temporary Nerea replacement. Right. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take a friendship sabbatical. <laughs> right. Um, so we're doing this show on Friday uh, with a bunch of friends, and yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be super dope. So I've just been working on a set, trying to like incorporate as many like songs about Paris and New York, respectively. So I'm thinking a little bit of Rosé in the system might actually make that playlist even better. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah. In the name of science. Exactly. So, um, so it's been a while since we did this. Yeah. I feel like yeah. Uh, it's been way too long. We, we had this kind of period where we were both just like super busy and like life happened and stuff. Yeah. Um, and well, I moved for like the fifth time. I am now finally settled in, in my little summer house in Paris, um, which is amazing. It's so great. Um, so I'm still in Paris, but you have shifted mm-hmm. back to the United States of yeah. America and not America. the United States of Africa. No. So yeah. Visas are, visas, visas are real, Tia, you know? I know. We and talked about that last time, right? <laughs> I wasn't trying to pull the, the real Yasine and like <laughs> not be allowed back in the country and all of that. So I had to... Had to had to jet, so I've yeah I've been back in in America and mm-hmm. uh, went to New York for a couple of days. That mm-hmm. was a whirlwind, mm-hmm. and then and then and then came back and I've been hanging out in sunny California, hey, hey, hey. where where we know how to party, as they say. <laughs> we all say it. Um, um, yeah, yeah. So, are you thinking about doing your own country called Earth statement? based on your experience. <laughs> Maybe I should. should. I'm not Ferrari. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, not, not that we're like pals, but <laughs> um, 
yeah, maybe I could be like, yo, produce this for me. But, <clears throat> but you never yeah. did manage to get an invitation to cook slash eat at Yasin Bay's crib. What happened? You, what went why wrong, Nerea? We you had a deal. Up? I'm why sorry, you bring that but because I'm tipsy. I'm, disapp- <laughs> I'm disappointed in myself, and you're just gonna just try and come and stomp on me. I feel like this is gonna be a very honest podcast. I'm not quite sure how I feel about this, but um, I've, I've I've been honest in the last two. Where have you been? <laughs> Filtered. <laughs> Filtered to <laughs> yeah, but it's it is it is um interesting like being being back home, but still like I know I'm not staying, so it's also there's still like, I mean a lot of other things aren't exactly set up yet either. So it's uh, it's a funny, it's a very comfortable limbo. Like in the context of Hamlet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and being in limbo. I mean, I know that was a spiritual thing, but it's it's. I mean, when you're, if you like where you grew up, and you know Hamlet was in a castle. I'm sure mm-hmm. it was nice. Um, <laughs> but then it's 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 easy to be in limbo here. The refrigerator is always full. People are around. There's plenty of space. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's um, it's more. I don't know where. I'm going to be going next and I don't know for how long. So I don't know how long I'm staying here. And so it's, yeah, it's all, it's all. I know. I, I, you know, I cannot, it's so strange. I would not have imagined, um, that one year ago. So exactly about one, you know, those goddamn Facebook notifications that come up to remind you how great your life was one year ago. And you're like, Oh, thanks. Yeah. I actually don't get those. You don't. No, I have a I have a thing that's called kill your newsfeed. Oh, so when when I come right. onto Facebook, I don't see anyone unless I like search for them. It's great, like you, it cuts so much time off of your Facebook usage. That's brilliant. I, yeah. I should definitely get that as well because I am way too much on Facebook. But um, so I got this pop up reminder, like you know, today that when we were working on the festival, preparing the festival last year. Um, and I just, I was like, I would have never thought that both of us would have ended up being even more gypsy than we were one year ago. <laughs> you know, the cultural gypsy life has increased by a hundred. Um, so that's interesting. But I'm in a similar situation. I, I've still not been able to land something permanent in Paris in terms of work. Um, music work is going really great. Um, but as everybody knows, musicians don't live. Um, so, yeah, so I'm probably going to have to head back to Copenhagen um, next month and kind of figure my shit out and try to see if there's any way that I can make my way back to Paris because I do feel like um, I'm not done. I'm not done yet. Um, so, yeah, so speaking of, like, right now in Paris is the Euro Cup. And it's so crazy. I don't know if you... Well, obviously not, because apparently you kill your Facebook feed. But um, I just posted on Facebook... um, I just posted a status, like, two hours ago. um, And I'll just read it to you. Um, Basically, I wrote... This is an amazing... Okay, so you're reading your Facebook status to me over Skype. This is great. (laughs) (laughs) This is fantastic. Go for it. Also, I'm reading this because I didn't have as many shares as I was expecting, so... (laughs) Stop it. Read. (laughs) So, I wrote, Can we talk about the fact that protesters in Paris are being shot by tear gas canisters? 
that journalists end up in comas, and that multiple violent arrests have been made by police without any legal procedures? Question mark. That activists have been shut down under the convenient title of a continuing state of emergency. That the loi travail, which is this new um, uh, employment law that has been passed by the government, um, has been passed despite millions of protesters, unions, and lawyers, and thereby politically bypassing democracy. Or should we just talk about hooligans and the Euro Cup? Hashtag still not loving police. So it has been pretty intense um, the last the last couple of weeks, especially in Paris, with um, lots of riots, lots of demonstrations. The biggest one took place yesterday, where over one million people marched wow. on the streets, and there was clashes between police and protesters. I have seen some video footage, which I honestly am shocked to see. It's it's pretty much exactly the same way that police handle uh, protesters or uh, marginalized groups in the U.S. The difference is here, it's not uh, targeted at uh, ethnicity or, you know, it's just targeted at anybody who's protesting. And uh, there have been some serious, serious, serious crackdowns. Lots of people are in the hospital. Um, and yeah, it's just crazy. And all that media talks about is the goddamn Euro Cup. Um, because some hooligans... I mean, Marseille went apeshit. Then again, they're Russian, so, you know, what can you expect? Um, <laughs> Tia. <laughs> sorry. No offense to... I love my Russian people, I'm just saying. Like, oh, you know. my God. <laughs> Wine. I, I told you, this is going to be an honest podcast. I told you. That's all right. Keep it going. All right, so they're, they're only reporting on... Yeah, so they're focusing on, like, basically how hooligans <clears throat> have savaged through the city and... It's just so, it's just once again like this case of whenever there's a serious political matter, why don't we just like flatten it out with some other shit um, by, you know, displaying images of hooligans instead of displaying images of cops actually brutally, brutally beating down people in the streets of Paris. So I guess that was kind of a side eye moment. Yeah, I mean, it should be. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely should be. Um, so yeah, it's kind of intense um, right here, right now. And uh, speaking of intense, uh, I since we have not really planned this this podcast, it's extremely spontaneous. It literally came up uh, 15 minutes ago that we actually had the time to do this. Um, but Orlando, yeah, like how like so crazy when I because I have this um, I have this app which gives me breaking news from France 24. And uh, France 24. Mm-hmm. And uh, when the news came and then the, the name was given, and I, I read the name and I was like, fuck. Great. Yeah. He's called Omar. Great. Perfect. Trump is going to fucking profit from this. Hillary Clinton is going to profit from this. Such bad, such bad, like, timing or whatever you want to call it, depending on if you're a conspiracy theorist or not. Um... But anyway, massive, massive, massive tragedy and like now there's a lot of information coming out that um, that he was actually gay himself. Um, no, okay. The information hasn't been that he's gay. The information has been that he has been there before. Yeah. And so whether that's and that he was on dating sites and this right, and that, right. whether like again, I don't, I don't, well, I don't know 
if if he's a repressed homosexual, um, which would certainly fit into a lot of different things, or if he was literally like casing the joint, you know, or right. a somewhat of a combination of the two. Um, I think in general, like it definitely at its very core, it's horrible. You know, it's and it's like it the the, the tears have been pretty insane. Um, crazy vigils in San Francisco. Mm. Uh, lots of people showing up all around. Um, but also, I as much as it would be, it could be like this opportunistic thing for politics, I think a lot of people, it really feels here, and this could be just like my network or mm. what's going on, but it really feels like people are caring a lot less about what Trump <laughs> and Hillary Clinton are saying. Of course, it's being reported on. Of course, people know what they're saying. A lot more people have listened. It seems that more people are listening to what Obama's saying, and then a lot of people are criticizing it. Mm. But at at the core, the only good thing um, that I can see coming from this, we haven't had... I mean, we have multiple shootings constantly. Like, on that same day, mm-hmm. there were, I think... Uh, I think it was, like... 50 other shootings around the states on on the same day. You know, and it's, it's insane. But um, this is one of the only, like, events, national tragedies where there's been something like this, where there's this many survivors and witnesses. Right. Um, usually it's, like, you hear people's mothers or you hear, yeah. like... You don't really get to hear everyone's first account. And the people that are saying it, I really hope in my deepest heart of hopes, <laughs> but... Mm-hmm it feels like it is kind of shifting this conversation about gun violence to being something where, like, there's all these first-hand accounts about someone saying, I'm in the bathroom, and a guy started firing with a machine gun. Mm-hmm. Um, and we hadn't heard that before, you know? Mm-hmm. We'd, we'd see footage, or we'd hear, like, this guy has this thing. And not to say that... I think it just helps put it in perspective about how ridiculous it is about our gun laws here. Well, also because I feel like the whole LGBTQI... Um, community have been really really good at really like saying you know this is an isolated attack it has absolutely nothing to do with religion or anything else you know like the 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 community have been really really good at communicating that through several channels um which i think is so important you know and i wish more people and more communities would do that you know to really underline that it's not a question of um, of uh, of background or this and that it's 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 an isolated tragic case but of course it opens the whole conversation to the fact that you know this is still an extremely marginalized group you know and in yeah. the states as well um, so I just want to read you a tweet that I that I found um, that I really kind of liked so this is um, Eric from USA he writes ban gay clubs and Muslims and Orlando. And men, and dancing, so this never happens again. Not assault rifles, though. We need those. <laughs> Seriously. <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's, such a, it's such a terrible... It, it's like this one argument that everyone's holding on to, like, guns aren't dangerous, people are dangerous. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, but people are a lot less dangerous if they have guns. <laughs> and if they don't, <laughs> it really... Yeah, I don't, it's... it's it's some, it like it's been giving me a headache 
since I was probably around five. <laughs> so <laughs> but that's a long ass headache. It's a, it is a long time, but it's it's a terrible thing. I mean, it's it's that's probably when I first started realizing that people have guns and that guns can hurt me, and then that like this is a country where people can have guns. And for a long time, you just take it as facts. Like I was just like, yeah, guns, America, naturally, of course. Amendment number two. Um, and then it was when I, I went to, when I first moved to Amsterdam and I was studying there. And I remember I was Skyping my mom and it was like four o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I'd come home a little, a little on the shake and bake side, you know, I was feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was always calling my parents at that time because it was nine hours different, right? right. So it's like, all right, you're home from work. Let's have a chat. I'll be more animated than you, clearly. Um, and my mom was so nervous. She was just like did you come home by yourself? What time is it? What time is it? Mm. And I, I just remember looking at her through the screen and be like, mom, if I can outbike someone, <laughs> like good. I'm good. Like no one either, like most of the cops, I don't know if it's different now, but this was in 2010. Most of the cops didn't even have guns. Like they had batons, you know, there's a few that would have guns, but we were told yeah. cops don't have guns. People don't have guns. Like, of course, I'm sure there's many people in the Netherlands that have guns. Mm-hmm. Um, the internet's a crazy place. Darknet's a whole thing. You know, you can get yeah. them if you want them. But when there's all these things in place and when the society looks down on it so much, you know, it's like, that's totally shifted my understanding. I, like, I really, I think like most Americans, you just think like, yeah, guns are a thing that exists and they're a fact in our culture right. and it's something we have to deal with. And that's not the way it needs to be. Right. Just I mean, that's the way it's been. I feel like it's such a it's such an outdated discussion. Like gun control, like should I mean, how can this not be implemented by two thousand sixteen? And I think every single like this, of course, there's so many like great activists and um, you know also uh, politicians in general in the states that are pushing for it and that are trying to you know uh, work against the lobby groups. But at the same time, I also I also feel like. I correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't remember a U.S. president actually talking about gun control and sort of really pushing it through the agenda. I I don't remember anyone doing that so far. It had never been this strong, but we also need to remember how many how many speeches has Obama given about like addressing a shooting. I think this was number sixteen. Yeah. Um, and so that's with ones that become national news, you know, that's with all these different things. Um, and it's, it's just, it's increased and it's, it's, it's mirrored by a lot of things that are going on globally, you know, that there's this tension that's building globally. And, and I'd say in the last like 15 years, suddenly this distrust and, and then when people thinking, um, I'm not going to have a gun anymore, like people are just like running to get them. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. It's the I believe it was the New York. It was either the New York Times or the Washington Post. Um, on Saturday, they had this article about how this year um, deaths or not deaths, but like toddlers that had gotten hold of guns. Uh-huh. They had there had been twenty three shootings by toddlers. Oh my god! It's so retarded. It's ridiculous. And then there's there's. I don't know if you've seen this as well, but there's this guy that, because in some states now, like um, like Texas has just 
I think it was last year, the year before, you, your weapon no longer has to be concealed, um, which I'm, I'm kind of like, I, just, I don't care if I can see it or not, I would rather you just didn't have it, but... Right. <laughs> um, but so there's there's this guy that's like, yeah, people are, you know, they get, guns make people uncomfortable. So how do I have mine without making someone uncomfortable? And so there's this gun that, like, folds, and it's, it, when it, by the time it folds up, it looks like an iPhone. Like, it folds into, like, an iPhone 6, and then you, fuck. and so it's, like, thicker, you know, but it, it looks like an iPhone. Okay, I'm sorry, like, this is my time to be a little bit nationalistic. So Sweden develops bike <laughs> helmets that pop up when you actually the scarf? fall. Yeah, the scarf by when women, you fall mind off you. Your bike. Um, Designed by chicks. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, America turns guns into iPhones. Well, because we don't ride bikes. You crazy? Let <laughs> me get in my car. No, it's it's terrible, and it's <laughs> it really just for a little pun section. I remember when I heard about it, I was like, change the whole campaign for a shot on my iPhone 6. But, yeah, yeah, no, it's... Okay, so... I don't know. We went from innovating, like, the telephone and, and, and the light bulb and, you know the internet to slavery this is where, this is where we're at <laughs> we did not invent slavery okay well we just we executed just it, it very well we did it real well <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did it real well <laughs> but, yeah uh, um yeah. okay so listen uh let's let's do um side eye of the week because i have um something that that kind of fits into this speaking of um bicycles Okay, so I'm in Paris. I literally live at the very, very top of Montmartre, behind Sacré-Cœur. And um, so it's kind of cool because when I go to sleep, I, I found out that actually this part of where I'm staying is um, above a graveyard. Okay. So I'm sleeping on top of bones. And I have the weirdest dream every single night. And it's, yeah, it's pretty... Cool. You have the same. You have the same dream every night. No, not the same dream every night. But oh. I dream really like intensely every night, um, which I haven't done in any of the other places that I've been in Paris. So um, it's kind of um, it's kind of cool. It's kind of interesting. This is also, by the way, when I dreamt of like how my website would look oh, um, from A to Z, and I woke up and I wrote it on like a paper bag, and that paper bag is still in the corner to be figured out. But anyway, my side eye of the week is that so. You know, Bay was really nice, and he was like, oh, you know, because I've been like, I need a bike, I need a bike, I need a bike. And so he goes out and gets me a Vilib bike, which is basically this, it's this great biking system in Paris where you pay by credit card, you pick up a bike, and you can drop it off wherever. So this one wasn't... Ex- yeah, I used it last time I was there, actually. Right. So this one wasn't exactly... Um, how should we put this? Um, it wasn't in the system. So basically... <laughs> He picked that Fucking up for street me. Cat. <laughs> He's such a street cat. Um, street cat. So I picked that up nice. and um, and you know got a little ride, lock for riding it. dirty. You're riding mm. dirty. I am riding dirty. Um, got a lock and everything. So I was like, oh, wicked! I have a bike. Um, wake up the other day. Go outside. Someone literally like. This is so side eye, but at the same time, I cannot side eye it completely because it's also like karma. Um, but someone had literally, like, this person must have been so angry with, like, with the Vilib not being in the system because they literally, like, turned the entire wheel around by force. So I I was like, I guess I'll be walking today. Um, so yeah, 
that's my side of the week. Like, I think you've actually got there's Hulk hanging out. Like you got a Mark Ruffalo is somewhere <laughs> in purple pants. I mean, you have to be seriously strong to like turn like this shit is heavy. It is not like a fixie bike, you know? It is heavy. Yeah, yeah. So someone must have been extremely, you know, extremely eager to destroy my bike. <laughs> eager to destroy. Anyway, so what's your side out of the week? I hadn't really thought of it, but I really, yeah, I think, I think Orlando and, and everyone trying to like talk about that in ways that aren't just, this is really bad and how can we fix this as opposed to, yeah, it's just, we can't call them isolated incidents anymore and we can't call them incidents either. There's nothing incidental about it. Exactly. And just also just like, I don't know, as, as just... Gay folks have been through so much. Mm-hmm. And one of those things is just that, like, I, I know it's so sad and it's so frustrating and it's it, like, really gets down to questioning, you know, like, all these different things. But it's not like this is new for them, you know? Like, the concept of hate crimes against, like, this one's really big. Yeah. And the fact that, like, it's still happening and all of that um, is, uh yeah. It's pretty crazy, but on another level, I feel like they're, like, one of the only minorities that can, that will, like, get just, like, they won't stop, you know? It's it's not like this yeah. is going to scare anyone into anything. It's not like it's going to, um, yeah. So, yeah, my side eye is just on bigotry with ammunition. <laughs> uh, Agreed. Yeah. Um, so I want to move to Yay of the Week because I yeah. already know what your Yay of the Week is going to be. You know, you, you don't, though. Oh, I you don't? don't though. Oh, I don't? No. It has nothing I mean, to do with I a could... certain retweet? No, it's not going to be. It wasn't a retweet. It was a tweet. And it then was... he wrote me back the other day, actually. Okay, I'm sorry, but if you're not going to mention that as Yay of the Week, <laughs> you at least have to tell us what it is because now we're all on our toes, like yeah. me and our solid like 15 people now they're listening inshallah hey thanks um, guys by the way yeah thanks for tuning um, in um i wrote i wrote an us. article i wrote an article uh okay africa released it it's about me talking with uh a good friend that i made in south africa who just has this like dope company with his with his wife yeah. and they're kind of just like really trying to change the the creative game um especially for people of color but just in general like mm trying to make it yeah anyway so I wrote that interview went up and uh then I wake up in the morning and Idris Elba has tweeted it and followed me on Twitter and then I wrote him saying like yo man thanks for thanks for like pushing it forward like I really appreciate it and then he wrote me back saying you have really you're like you're he said you're a very good writer keep doing what you do cheers oh my god it's it is so huge like it is so Oh, it's the, so major. The craziest part, though, is that, like, I had just watched his documentary the night before. Like, this is a documentary that had come out maybe two years ago. And um, uh, an ex had recently, like, told me about it. And I was like, oh, okay, let me watch that documentary. And I watched it, fell asleep, and then woke up. And he was, like, the name in my inbox. And I was, I thought I was still dreaming. I thought I was, like, dreaming about <laughs> his documentary. It's like, oh, Idris Elba would never follow you on twitter and then i clicked on it, i was like oh snap cool that well, is that's not my so awesome man if one day 
I swear to God, if one day, like the only thing that could top that is if Kanye West retweets our podcast with a clip of waves. I don't think that's gonna. <laughs> we'll see. You we'll know, see. but my real yay—it's not really a yay moment. It's just something I've been doing this thing um, called Highbro. Hi, hi, bro. Hi, brow, um, dot com. Hi, and bro. It's basically- What's up? <laughs> My bad. This is a blog hi, for bro. white people. Hi, bro. <laughs> How you doing? Hi, brow, dot com. Uh-huh. And it's basically this daily email and you sign up for a different content and it's basically like 10 days in a row <laughs> Tia is now finished with her wine. <laughs> She's showing me. Um, it's basically like... You sign up for a different topic, so you can try and learn about, like, uh, architects, most influential modern architects, or, like, uh, biggest trials in history, or, like, basics on how to code. And so you sign up for these different things, and it's 10 days, and each email, so it's like a, it's like a 10 mini lessons that you get every morning, and each one takes, like, three minutes to read. So it's, like, curated content for your interests, or? Yeah. So you're like, I want to learn about... I want to read about how these sort of, like, how did these math formulas get started? And then you click on that one, and then for 10 days you have that, and then you finish the 10 days and you switch to something else. And I really like it. Highbrow. Highbrow Highbrow.com. Okay, great. Well, you know, know, Kitchen Conversation is always bringing you the newest tech. (laughs) Um, What about you guys? Um, That sounds great. My yay of the week is that I'm going to be... Doing a DJ set uh, on Tuesday for Fête de la Musique, which I'm very excited about because it's one of my favorite holidays um, in the world. So on the 21st of June, every year in Paris, basically anyone can go out in the street with a musical instrument and you just jam. So um, bars do like, you know, uh, pop-up events, but even people on the street will just get together and just jam. So... Um, last year, uh, I was um, I was kind of going by uh, by scooter from place to place, and just like you just ride through the city, and there's music everywhere, and it's it's so amazing. It's like um, so there's this street party thing called Distortion in Copenhagen. It's like minus all the annoying young people, minus all the drunk people pissing everywhere, and actual good music. Um, so I'm really excited. So I'm playing at the, uh, the hip hop block party, which is going to be massive. I was there last year, um, just watching and enjoying and this year I'm playing. So I'm really excited. Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Mm-hmm. I'll be jamming. I'll be over here dancing randomly at different times. Just hoping that it's <laughs> that it in, falls on in time. Yeah. <laughs> in time. Sweet. Um, cool. Well, uh, Nerea, we will, um, follow up on more kitchen conversations and next time, hopefully it will be a reverse situation. I will be the one drinking some fabulous ginger light. It's not bad. I mean, it could be better, but it's not bad. Yeah. And you will be the one tipsy of Rosé. I'm feeling, I'm feeling bubbly. Yeah. Yeah. You got, you got them, you got them Rosé cheeks as well. (laughs) (laughs) all right speaking and let's try and maybe make some of your dream come true and let's have let's have waves play us out right (laughs) that's just the way (laughs) everyone (laughs) 